think that the term artificial intelligence is uh, is baloney. I know it's used and I use it sometimes because people understand, uh, but it's unfortunate that it, it it became kind of the staple a term. Intelli- in the hallmark of intelligence is creativity. And there's nobody but uh, humans that, that exhibit that. But in reality, when you actually study these models, you understand that they cannot be creative, no matter what they tell you. Okay, they can only, they can absorb huge amounts of data, they can um, summarize them, compress them, and, and, and do pattern, you know, basically pattern seeking, pattern repetition. That's what these models do. So when they're trying to sell you AI or neural networks as somehow replacing a human or competing with a human, that is a that is a lie, right? That's just a simply, in, mathematically, it is not true. With the global economy being in shambles and central bankers moving towards a reset, it's never been a better time to protect your wealth by owning precious metals. Contact Andy at milesfranklin.com. Tell him Sarah sent you. He promised me he will guarantee you the lowest price anywhere in the country. Remember, email andy at milesfranklin.com and tell him Sarah sent you. It's never been a better time to protect your future than now. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have a really fun conversation with Daniel Sachkoff. He's the founder of Bastion. And we are going to start doing a, I don't know if it's going to be every month or how often it's going to be, but we're going to do a tech series. We're starting with AI. I can't believe how passionate he is about this topic. And he wants to talk about AI when it talks. This one's just AI in general, but he's going to talk about AI and genetics and AI and blockchain. And we're going to get into all sorts of creative tech science topics. And we're starting with his passion of AI. And then we are going to uh, bring me into it a little bit too on different science and uh, tech topics of what I've been building in my knowledge base. But we're starting with his. He's so passionate. He has applied mathematics degree and he is he's done a lot of lectures on AI. And so we are going to focus on that first. This is going to be just a compilation of the interview, maybe some of the, the more fun, juicy parts. But if you want to see the, the full interview, you can go to Bastion and I have the link below. Or for my members, I do have it for free. And you can see that at uh, sarahwestall.tv or on the Ebonier. And there's links below for that as well. So um, this is really fun. But before we get into this, make sure you go to sarahwestall.com, sign up for my newsletter, and while you're there, please support my affiliates. That's how I keep this show going. So let's get into the highlight reel of my interview with Daniel Sachkoff, the founder of Bastion. And then remember, you can see it at Bastion for free, or you can sign up with my members, my membership, and they can also see it. Okay, here's Daniel. Hi, Daniel. Welcome to the program. Hi, Sarah. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. This is going to be a fun series. We talked about doing a, a technology and science series and talking about the edge of what's going on. And our first topic is going to be on AI. And you actually want to talk about AI first. And I think this is really great because there is so much confusion on this topic. People think go all the way from thinking AI is just, you know, computer programming to it's the sentient being that's going to take over the world. And <laughs> it's like, I really don't think we have, the AI is a sentient being that's going to take over the world. I do think it's dangerous, but it sure the heck isn't a sentient being that's going to take over the world. Can you talk at a high level where you think the technology of AI is at 
and then we can talk about what the dangers are and then also what the positives are because not everything about technology isn't bad we know all this new science it's just if bad guys are in charge of it it's bad but and Technology, AI is something that even if good guys are in charge of it, we have to be careful. But can you talk about what AI really is? Yeah, so first of all, there are a couple of things to say here. First of all, I think that the term artificial intelligence is, uh, is baloney. I know it's used and I use it sometimes because people understand, uh, but it's unfortunate that it, it, it became kind of the staple a term. Intelli in the hallmark of intelligence is creativity. And there's nobody but uh, humans that, that exhibit that. So creativity, artificial intelligence, no matter what they tell you, like they can, um, they can actually tell you that, oh, AI paint, made, you know, painted these paintings or created this music, but there's no creativity there. There's absolutely no, it's actually an interesting fact that, you know, um, you can use AI to, uh, to write a very elaborate jazz music. Uh, and that's it's done. I mean, I build models like that myself. It's pretty fun. That's actually but you cool. never. Sorry. I said that's actually kind of cool, but keep going. That's actually kind of cool, but you cannot have an AI that will write a new Beatles song. That's the thing. You know what I mean? That's the difference. Jazz for and again, I'm not a musician, so don't be offended or anything for all its um, awesomeness and te you know technical prowess is kind of a, you know, there's a lot of repetition. There's a lot of you know, pattern, uh, pattern seeking, if you yeah. will, right? That's what these models do. They can absorb a huge amount of data. They can produce variations, but these variations are, are patterns. And I know this is not, you know, this is arguable, but that part is arguable of jazz and let's say, you know, pop music. And I'm not, I'm not particularly a fan of like pop music, though, of course, you know, Beatles songs, many are great. You don't have AI that can produce uh, a Beatles song, and you never will because there's some creativity involved in that. You can only copy, right? Jazz music is more pattern seeking, and so you can, and, and even probably for a jazz artist who's creative, that music will not ring true because they can they can sense that it's pattern repetition. Yeah, it's elaborate and it's it's you know um, it, it's kind of it it all it's awesome. It awes it's you know almost like sublime at first. Oh, this is awesome. But in reality, when you actually study these models, you understand that they cannot be creative, no matter what they tell you. Okay, they can only they can absorb huge amounts of data. They can um, summarize them, compress them, and 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 do pattern, you know, basically pattern seeking, pattern repetition. That's what these models do. Sometimes in the technical world, they're called machine learning. Yes, right? exactly. Learning. Uh, but in fact. They're nothing, uh, they're not, this is the wrong term as well. That's <laughs> funny enough. I use it a lot more because it's better, but it's still far from reality because learning involves something called generalization. So like I look at many different cases of something and I generalize to some, basically like, you know, in philosophy, right, Plato, you have this platonic form. So anything that uh, that we observe in, in the material world is, is, you know, basically a case of some ideal platonic form. So uh, a human being can generalize and create a form. It's also a creative process. That's the thing. We're going back to the create, you know, creation and creativeness. Human beings are endowed with creativeness. So you can actually uh, look at different things and then you can create this ideal form of these things, a generalization. Neural uh, machine learning doesn't do that. So it doesn't learn, strictly speaking. But there can are you examples. Even, with creativity, you can even jump. Like you can, you have maybe have creative patterns, but then you can 
jump. And I don't know how to explain, I don't know if there's a technical term for that, but you jump to a new idea and then tie it back to the other ideas. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's a can, different, can, it's something uh, a computer say, couldn't do. Yeah, I mean, you could, you basically trying to look at the sort of the essence of the thing that's not in the thing itself, right? You're, it's not explicitly, it's something implicit. Mm -hmm. So like, but to, to, to give a, a more a precise example, I'll send you an image later. You can post it under a video. It's from, an, um, from a scientific article. There's something called adversarial examples. So somebody who understands the math of the neural network, it's using very elaborate, you know, calculus. Well, actually not so elaborate, but a lot of calculus. So uh, if you know the math of the neural network, you can take a picture of something. Let's say like you're, you have a neural network that recognizes pictures. They're very common now, right? It's a cat or a dog. It's a monkey or uh, it's a panda, right? Monkey or a panda. So the model is very, very good. Usually they can recognize these things, you know, you know they're, because they're not creative, right? They're just pattern recognition. Yep. But you can take the model and you can twist it just a little bit. You can, you can feed it an image of a monkey. And it's for any human, to any human being, it's going to be clear that it's a monkey. But when you twist it a little bit, you just, you know, just some pixels that are not even visible to the human eye. You, you change the pixels around in a certain way using the math. And all of a sudden, the model will be 100% sure that it's a panda. Interesting. Yeah, because they have different decisions. This is, this is a very well-known problem. I'll send you a picture of this. I have a picture from a scientific article. So the model was sure that it was a monkey. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sure it was, it was, a, it was a, uh, you know, it was a monkey. Then you change a few pixels that are not even visible to the human eye, but you do it in a special pattern to beat the model. And then all of a sudden it thinks it's a panda, even though it's clearly a still a monkey. But that's where the that's where the danger is with AI is because once it assumes patterns and they're wrong, then we have to make sure we can break out of this stuff. And it's if human beings depend on it so much where people are hosed. And you see it in just basic computer programs where, you know, some um, business is automating their stuff and then you get stuck in this process of hell because the, the, the workers can't break out of their process. <laughs> You're stuck and it's so stupid and it happens to everybody. And this could be on steroids. So that's where a lot of the concern happens or, you know, where you don't have the human ability to break out of that process. That can be really scary when you're talking about life or death situations or bad guys are in charge of things. But I, I want to, you know, AI, some people think that AI is, um, is the computer creating new algorithms. So but it's still pattern recognition and rudimentary algorithms that are based on pattern recognition and not on the creative process, right? Yeah, the, I mean, that's where I think uh, the analogy, the, the third name that is used for these things is neural networks. And it is used because long ago, uh, when people developed this math, they assumed that uh, the way math works, it's very similar to neurons. To you know, to neurons in the brain, for example, and uh, I think that there's enough data to show that that is that is not true, that it's not similar to neurons. But more importantly, is that people don't understand the degree of complexity of a human mind. Okay, the neuro, the so-called neural networks are very, very complex now. They're growing in complexity. They're growing very fast. They're really powerful. I'm not belittling their capability, but uh, the the thing about it is that the human brain is not like 10 times more complicated 
It's not a hundred times. It's many, many orders of magnitude more elaborate than any neural network out there. So when they're trying to sell you AI or neural networks as somehow replacing a human or competing with the human, that is a that is a lie, right? That's just a simply in, mathematically it is not true.